fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me. Fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's up, fashion besties? How's it going? What's the haps and how you doing? This is your favorite personal stylist, Holly Cates, coming at you with an amazing interview we have this week. Everyone is asking me about petite style. Now, I hope that you listened to last week's episode where I gave my favorite picks and a Pinterest board just for you about what I think you guys should be looking for when you are shopping for petite style clothes. And believe me, the struggle is real. However, lucky for you, I got an expert today on petite style. Now, I just want to preface this by saying I always say I am the only Holly you need to know, the hostess with the mostest. However, I need to step aside. We got another Holly this week. Welcome to the show, Holly Pan. Hi, everyone. Hi, how you doing? Thank you so much for coming to the show this week. Thank you for having me. Of course, Holly, I found you and I had had some clients that were asking me about petite style. And obviously, I don't have that problem, but I found your website. And tell us about your website. Tell us what you do. Tell us about your blog. Um, I started blogging about 10 years ago when I was a stay-at-home mom. At the time, I started the jewelry business. So in order to showcase my jewelry, I started to model. And then it, my fashion took over. More about my style that I really enjoy to get the outfits. So I got encouraged by people to start blogging about it. That's how I got started. At the time, I was just doing whatever that I feel right. I was not sharing or anything. Then I realized I need to market myself. And so when I really go on social media, sign up on Instagram a year later, and that's how everything got started. So I'm pretty much a self-taught stylist. And fashion is about my third career that I embarked on in my lifetime. And it's so far, it's been really rewarding that I have to say. So it's one of the things I enjoy the most. Tell us about your jewelry line. Are you still creating jewelry? Tell us about your line and what it's called. It was called, oh God, it's been so long. I forgot (laughs) the name. It's called Cherie, C-H-E-R-I, Jewelry Company. But we, we did not, I was partnered with a friend. We did not create jewelry. We basically imported or scouted from wholesalers like oh. Italian handmade jewelry that, that that's made of a natural horn the horn jewelry that we uh, sourced it and then we were sell, selling them on the website but it was not because the jewelry is is big in statement is kind of a choir taste so it didn't go really far that's, that's why I wanted to model it, to show people actually on a small person, you can wear a big piece of jewelry, you know, you can incorporate it into your daily outfits, but it, it takes a while for the sound bites to register with people. So we did not end up continuing to continue pursuit. 
that jewelry business. But that got you started in fashion. So tell us about your love for fashion. And as a mom, which I think you are a mom and struggling to find clothes for a petite person, tell us about how you shop and what helps you find clothes that make you feel good in. I was a stay-at-home mom for about seven years before I started doing this. Like what you said, after become a mom, I no longer shop for my corporate clothes because I um, quit my job. And I used to go to Ann Taylor, go to their sessions. They have really uh, petite-friendly clothing. That was my Ann Taylor and Banner Republic. Those were my go-to places for shop for corporate-friendly clothes. But then I'm sick and tired of wearing that. When you stay home, you cannot wear like, you know, pleated pants and tight pants or, or cardigans all the time. So when I was staying home and I started reconnecting with the side of me that I really enjoyed fashion growing up, even though I grew up in China, I did not have a lot of access to fashion. It's just what, whatever that's in the department store, that was it. And a lot lots of them I couldn't really afford. So mm-hmm. I was just window shopping most of the time. And I watched fashion shows. I read fashion magazines, just imagining what could have happened. Finally, I had a chance to start really connect to the fashion creative side of myself. So I started to go into further discounter place, trying to look for something different and unique. And I found Lomans. Mm-hmm. That was my all-time favorite place. Before I start blogging, I go shop in Lomans. I browse in the racks, and I found so many different brands that I didn't even know before. Mm-hmm. They have various sizes and styles and that that was like every time I go there's like a treasure hunt and I found a lot of interesting stuff and also because the things I see and it inspires me to think a little bit more outside the box in terms of what kind of outfit I could put together and that's how I got really started looking into fashion then combined with my business need then I start to develop my personal more unique style that's the beginning of the story. So, okay. So you understood how to really shop for your size. Now, I always tell people that digging through the racks is really hard because it takes a lot of patience. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't really know what you're looking for. How do you help yourself not get overwhelmed when you do something like that? You're a hundred percent right. It can be very overwhelming. And that's when I was young and had a lot of energy. And I would go to the entire store and look at everything. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) I definitely do not do that anymore. But uh, over time, I found out certain brands offer their strong with certain things. For example, if you're looking for business suits, of course, you got the Ann Taylor, the Banana Republic. You also have Tahari. Tahari produces really good quality, very well-tailored pieces, and that will last you forever, high quality. And if you're looking for leather, you look for, I remember Kohan, if you remember that brand, Kohan has great red leather pieces. They might not be fashion forward, but they're really high quality pieces. And if you look for cashmere, there's autumn cashmere. Like you begin to know if I need this, this season, where should I go to? And also I discover online shopping for Mango, Zara, all these places. You, the key is you got to go into the season knowing what you want first. 
then you purposefully looking for brands that will offer that you know is strong in that department and also price point is what you can accept. For example, another example, if you're looking for like really trendy pieces, but you know you don't want to spend tons of money on, then you go to Zara. They will always get the trends for you. They will always get the designer dupes for you. And it's kind of affordable. Another place of a higher quality that's similar, really much on trend is Mangle. And cost, if you're a minimalist, so the price range is much more affordable. And if you really want fun, feminine style that gives you lots of ruffles, lace and stuff, you go to anthropology and look into certain departments because their online offers way more options than what they have in the store. So these days I bypass, pretty much bypass store altogether. I just go online to the places I want and see what they have in the catalog. So I'd like to reiterate what you said. I like to call it a style plan, shopping with intention. So you go into a store and you know what you're looking for. So you don't, you're not killing time. You're not saying, oh, well, let me see what's cute. Cause then you end up with a bunch of stuff that you don't need. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Same thing goes with, especially during sale time, try to avoid go to the store during sale time. Do you consider yourself a more conservative dresser or are you more eclectic or how do you, how would you classify your style? I started with very ultra conservative and elegant style because that's how my upbringing makes me feel like I always have to, you know, look very, I prefer fitted because I'm a small size to showcase, not get overwhelmed with big size. But over the years, I've become more and more fashion forward or in a way, more out-of-box thinking. I just wear whatever that I think looks good on me. That, you know, of course, the silhouette has to be somewhat flattering. Like, you, you don't deliberately make yourself look rugged. You you have to, you know, somewhat, there's going to be a highlight in your outfit that makes you look better from distance, right? That's the first impression. When people, before they see your face, they see your outfit first. So the look has to make you look good. I 100% agree because when you have on an outfit that fits you, the clothes are secondary. That's what gets somebody to come and speak to you. They might want to be your friend. They might want to do business with you. They might want to date you or create a relationship with you for whatever reason, but then the clothes don't matter because it's that first initial impression. You came to the United States and how long have you been here? I know you came for your MBA and tell us about what you're doing now. Uh, I came here in 1998. So it's been about 20, what, 25 years. Yeah. Just passed my 25th anniversary. Uh, I came here for like what you said, for my business degree. And after that, I got a corporate job. I was working for the company called America Online, if you remember them. <laughs> I was working for LL for about seven years. Then I met my husband and his preference is like, oh, I, I prefer you to stay home and raise our children. So I became stay-at-home mom. And then I really began to have the time and space to dig into the creative, the, the fun side, what I really enjoy. I started with photography, taking pictures of my children, learn how to take pictures, how to edit photos. Then I used, combined that skill um, with what I like about fashion 
people flat lay stuff on the ground. I flat lay clothes. I make them into shapes, and so this is the outfit I would wear to this thing. So I would imagine in scenario, in this scenario, what I what I would wear. Sometimes I would imagine scenario first, then I find the pieces to fit into those scenario, and I will flat lay them on the ground, take pictures, and share them on a fashion forum. That's、uh, how I met my friend, who literally become a business partner. So it's just like a snowball. You you start tapping into a field, and you begin to meet people with like minds, and they inspire you, they support you, and you do the same for them, and you grow together. And you might eventually parting ways, but that's how you put a seed in something, and it might just sprout. You never know. Right. So you started sharing、uh, your flat lays, and then what happened? Then I I got a lot of attention. People like the what I put out there.、Uh, at the time, people don't like to show their faces, especially Asian people. Are very private. They don't show their faces. We we only like I'm also one of the first people showing outfits, wearing it myself. But we all cut our heads off. So it's all the headless shots. <laughs> But people really like the looks because I found out when you model the clothes. Yourself, you also able to communicate the movement of your outfit. People can see better how it fits the the clothing fits on the person, other than a model, right? A, a real person, so they can relate to that. And people really enjoy what I've done. So I became like one of those moderators on these fashion forums. How do I describe it? You know, BBS, the bulletin messaging system. So people go on. It's almost like threads in a way. So I become popular on one of one of those、uh, forums, and those people in turn encourage me to really start blogging. They say, "Oh, so and so started blogging. They they were making a lot lot of money. You should do it. You can do it. You got pictures. You got style." So I started. And I made no money, but it's okay. That's a side story. But that's how I started. The Couples, Rag and Bone, Veronica Beard, Saks, Bloomingdale's. It's possible to save money on these luxury brands and many more. Here's the secret: shop with Rakuten to get the best deals on the designers you love. You can get cash back at over four thousand stores, so you can save on the occasional splurge and on everyday items like beauty and home essentials. Plus, you can stack cash back on top of other deals like store sales, loyalty programs, and credit card points. With Rakuten, you know you're maximizing your savings. The math is simple: the more you shop, the more cash back you get. Rakuten is free to join and easy to use. So get started at Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Tell us about your your website right now. Uh, my website right now, I that's、uh, the original name. I、um, the username I used for my fashion forum was、uh, Petit Flower. It's like a French for small flower. It's a、right. combination of. But most people could also understand that's being a petite. I am borderline petite. So, but I said Petit Flower presents because at the time I think I wanted to present outfit. Or a, a concept of an outfit, one outfit at a time. So it's called Petite Brow Presents, and that has been my website name ever since. The whole notion of the website is to give people ideas 
communicate my style or fashion for like including shopping, uh, self care, self love philosophy. So put it out there so people can see how I talked a lot about how like why I put the outfit together this way. I also talk about trends from time to time and places to shop, and also I share a little bit about beauty tips. But I have not been updating it as frequently as I wish to because the social media is just overwhelming. <laughs> I can only do do one thing. Like Instagram is taking my life. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. So, are you primarily on Instagram right now? Is that where you're sharing most of your stuff? Yes, I'm primarily using Instagram and TikTok, and I also uh, about eighty percent of my content is now videos. Um, instead of um, photos. I used to only photos. So now I shifted to more videos. I'm hoping down the road, I will open a YouTube channel and go deeper into how to style. I want to really get into teaching people the fundamentals of styling, how to dress for themselves. Instead of showing them an outfit, a trend, say, just copy me. Correct. They won't understand why they should copy you. I want to teach them say how when you see a trend how to process that how to incorporate that into your personal style and what you can do you know to decide if this is this fits you and if it fits you how to make it adapt that into your existing wardrobe so that's the thing I want to get into more and more of and I'm thinking about maybe I will start YouTube channel doing longer form video to explain it because 30 seconds you really can no you can't no, agreed agreed yeah. are you pulling outfits from your own closet tell us about the outfits that you're using usually i'll do some research at the beginning of every season and i identify trends that i really like then i find pieces that i like currently i'm shopping mostly designers so i would define designer pieces that i like then i will just in my head imagine I have this piece I really like, and what do I have in my current wardrobe that can pair well with this this style? So I don't have to buy entirely new outfit every right. season. But I identify like one, two, three, four, five key pieces, including shoes, bags, or a piece of clothing. Then I find the rest to, to go with it. And, and then I start to execute the outfit plans. That's almost like you plan your outfits. Almost like um, you budget. You know right. I mean? You set up a budget and then you start to execute the budget plans, the action plans. Yeah. You seem like you're a very analytical person. Like you like the organization, you like the planning. Let's talk about if you're not that kind of person. <laughs> if you are having a hard time, I definitely agree. Start with the basics, get some things that you need. Are you finding new designers every day? Are you searching for certain pieces. Tell us what your inspiration is. Are you just looking at magazines and Instagram and what other people are doing? Well, if I'm not as organized as I am, I often find my inspiration these days uh, from social media when I see a piece on a person that not necessarily the style, the piece I like. Then I will look look it up. I will think about what can I do with it. But a lot of times in the when it comes to just styling itself, I get my inspiration from the runway shows. Oh. Because the runway shows, a lot of people did not realize this. It's almost like a little secret weapon 
the runway shows is exactly what the designers and their expert stylists telling you how you should wear these clothes. The silhouette that they put on the runway, the way they layer things, the way they accessorize things is your inspiration. Then you just need to translate that style you see on the runway into your personal style. I give you a very uh, specific example, like what I'm wearing today. You see, I'm wearing a piece of a big collar layered with a tank top. Who's doing this? Miu Miu is doing this. Miu Miu put on their fall winter runway to show people how to layer the basics and make them look really chic and un not loud, but very chic. But I did not do everything Miu Miu. However, I did get my the idea is borrowed from the runway, but you don't have to execute the exact idea with everything from the runway. We're not walking in um, fashion shows, street style, so we don't need all designer pieces. We just need to find out what the inspiration is and then execute the way you like. That's how I find my inspirations these days. And if someone who's not super organized, I would say saving images that you see here and there into like your Pinterest board or into your just a personal folder. I have a folder on my computer desktop. Whenever I see a piece I like, I drag the photo over. Then I will review the list often. Just look at it. Is this still attracts me? Do I still want to get the piece? If I really want this piece and I'll think about it, I'll do my research online, say who is selling these things. I store the links in my uh, browser link. Then I go back after a week to see if I still want it. If there's a sale or, you know, I don't impulse shop anymore. I always research about the style first and then I get the specific pieces, research about that piece. Then I make my final decision, decision probably will be well into a month or two months after I found out about the piece or the trend before I really buy it. Because if you just rush into buying, you will end up buying things that later on you might not like, you might not passionate about, and just sit there, you know, collecting dust. And it might not merge well into your wardrobe either. So avoid impulsive buying, just research, 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 then you can make the decision. I think that is such great advice because people, as you know, I think you have young children, right? Teenagers. <laughs> You're pulled in a million directions, right? Just like any other busy person who's working, handling children and running them around everywhere. I totally agree. If time is a strap for you, when you have 10 minutes, sit in front of your computer. What do you like? Look at websites. Look at Levi's.com. And it always says, what's trending? What's hot? What's new? De especially department store websites are really good at that. And then they even say, wear it with this, wear it with this. And they're really spoon feeding that person who doesn't, you know, have the time or the brain space to say, this is cute, but yeah, yeah, I'll worry about that later. The fact that you're storing and have a file and then you can come back and look at it later. I really love that idea. I think that's such a, that's such great advice for anybody who's really busy or not busy, because then it makes you start thinking about it. Hey, that jacket was $350. Do I really want it? It gives you that time to marinate on it. I always say, if you see something in the store and then you don't get it, and then you dream about it or you think about it the next day, that means you really want it. 
So I, I think that's amazing advice. How do you feel? Let's be honest. I think my opinion, Asian women age very gracefully, right? You, it's hard to tell how old you are because Asian women have really great skin, great hair. How do you evolve your style and not get stuck? I think a lot of people get stuck wearing the same thing all the time. What can you speak to that? That's actually a very good topic. And, and I, something I've been thinking a lot lately because I just turned 50. So <gasps> it's almost like a milestone of mindset change. I know. Welcome <laughs> to the 50s club. I know. It's, I'll be 50 in October. So we're the same age. So that's exciting. Oh, wow. Wow. 1973. I know. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> Yeah. You probably know because we're going through, a lot of us are going through the menopause, perimenopause phase. We observe changes to our body that's beyond our control. That makes you begin to, some people will begin to doubt the personal identity. Am I still who I am? Right? Am I still the woman I am? Especially in that sense. But at the same time, there is an unrecognized power that's inside us. Is the power of not caring. Yeah. Not caring is not meaning not caring about yourself. It's not caring about other people's opinion, but start caring about your own opinion. How do I like myself? How do I accept myself? How should I take care of myself? And because I've been blogging, doing fashion things for the past 10 years, it, it, it's actually a blessing in disguise. It trained me to how to love my body, how to complement what I have, the assets I have, because I always have to showcase myself to other people, always have to present. So I learned, pick up skills as how to take care of my skin, how to do my makeup, how to dress well to flatter my body shape. And all these knowledge now come to the point that is allowing me to be 100% confident about who I am instead of being left for others to judge. So I think women, as we age, that's one thing we really could and need to do is to begin to give yourself the power to appreciate yourself, to love who you are, love everything that comes in as a whole package. Don't be too judgmental on yourself anymore. A lot of times we judge ourselves the most. Oh, my eyebrow is too thin. My jaw is too big. You know, oh, my nose, I got big pores. Forget about it. Don't don't worry about it because nobody actually cares. No one actually cares. You should not care either. But the thing we need to care is how we can use things to make ourselves feel better. How to take care of ourselves, take care of the skin and exercise, eat better, all these things will make you feel more wholesome, more powerful, just as a person. Then you're going to find outfits that also give you that same sense of power. Could be a color, be brave with colors, right? Could be a style, a silhouette. Nobody says fashion has or style. You have to be dressing certain ways at a certain age because the style can be applied to everybody. The fashion has no age limits. It's just you have an age limit on yourself. If you threw that, that out of the window, you can do wear whatever you want to because you should be able to tell, look in the mirror, say, I really look good in this outfit. I can walk out the door in this outfit. And then that's your outfit. 
No one says the skirt has to be long or short. No one says you have to be, you know, this and that. As long as you have the confidence to wear it or the outfit will give you even more confidence. And that's the outfit. It's like building muscle, right? If people naturally are happy and excel at life, yeah, they look good, right? But it's those people that really struggle and say, I'm a great mom. I'm great at my job. I'm great. I have a great family. But this is just that one thing that I'm not that good at and I'm not really sure. You have to develop the skill. You've got to develop it. You cannot become whatever tomorrow because you've never done it before. You have to practice. And doing things, like you said, with the pictures and creating Pinterest boards and making taking 15 minutes a week to just really start at zero and say, I like this. I love the way this looks. This is too weird, but I get it. That will start you down that path of becoming a fashion person or whatever your definition of being stylish is. And when people have setbacks, like being, you know, whatever your setback is about your body, what you think, we don't see what you see. That's what I try to tell people all the time. You see X. I don't see that. I see it because you just told me, (laughs) but I don't, I don't go walk down the street and go, oh my God, this or that or whatever. I walk down the street and I say, I could make her 10 years younger. I could make her look so much better. I can make him, (laughs) you know, because I, that's how I see the world is through fashion and clothes. And I think you do too. I think you you get trained. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You totally do. Yeah. Tell us, you do have an alterations person that you work with, right? Because you're petite. Do you find that you can buy off the rack or do you have to get your clothes altered? I have to get my clothes altered all the time. Yeah, I do. I do have a Korean tailor. They're the best. I have a Korean tailor that I go to. When I uh, used to buy a lot of designer pieces on sale, they don't not, not necessarily fit, but I really like the style. So I'll just take the tailor, have them taking in here and there. Um, you know, especially the waistline, because not only I'm petite, I have a smaller waist. So even the petite size, my family, especially after having children, our hips got a little bit bigger, right? So the hips might be like size two or four, but the waistline is still size zero. So what can you do? You I take in jeans. Now the jeans are so, so long. Oh my God, they're 36 inches. Right. It's like, what, what women are like five, six foot tall <laughs> average now. <laughs> it's like, oh, the jeans are so long so not only you have to have them shortened sometimes you might have them tailored by the way like moving the the, the upper part up so it can fit you better yeah the, the more like what you said most of the clothes is way more flattering than just a trendy clothes because i'm little in the middle but i have a butt so i have to go right, right. size up to fit over my hips and my thighs and then the waist is this big. And so I have to get the waist. That's my problem with pants. All pants is that I have, I can't get them up, but yet I have to go a size up. So the struggle is real. We, you know, see, even petite people have this struggle. It's bigger here. It's smaller there. You have to make the clothes work for you. In the words of Stacey London, who was my favorite stylist, she's not a stylist anymore. But Holly, tell us how we can find you so we can be inspired by you. Oh, uh, you can definitely see what I'm doing, uh, showcasing all the time on social media. My uh, social media is Holly H. Pan. It's just my name, Holly H. Pan. 
on all the platforms, including Facebook, social, uh, Instagram, as well as TikTok. What, one thing about, I was still thinking about the ladies who kind of coolest in terms of style. If you just tell them to go research, it might still be hard for them. The, if you are not really trained to look into fashion from an a expert point of view, then find the help of an expert. It's well worth the time and money. Have someone just like the websites. Yes, they will tell you. But if you're still kind of getting overwhelmed from all the newsletters, from all these stores, find someone to talk to, a friend, a fashionable friend, or like you, Holly, find a stylist. Have them help you to narrow down the choices because eventually the choice is yours. But with the expert help, it's well worth the money because most people at our age, time is money. I don't try to do it all myself because I know my time can be better spent doing other things. So that's another thing I want to add for women over a certain age who has ability to afford a, a personal stylist. Go with a stylist. It's better, much better time saving, especially if you're not 100% organized. I've also learned giving up that control to the experts will save you time and money in the long run. And I always use the same thing with a personal trainer. When you use a personal trainer, you're paying them, yes, to to help you work out, but they're telling you what you should be doing instead of you doing something different over here that's not going to benefit you. So it's money well spent. Time is money and your time is valuable, especially at this age. So help get help when you need it. It, it because it's only going to benefit you later, and then you look better anyway. <laughs> yes. So two things. One is mindset change. Really go in with an open mind. If you don't have an open mind, then your style will not change. Right. Mindset change. The second is expert help. So that it will be a great way to start. I love that, Holly. Thank you so much for all of your expert advice and your your inspiration. We can't wait to check you out on TikTok and on Instagram and Facebook. We will be watching you. We will be following you. you. I need you to inspire me. So the more inspiration I get, the more I can inspire others. I would love to have you back. And thank you so much for your time out there in DC. I think you said you're in DC. I'm excited. We'll be watching you and following you. And we can't thank you enough for being part of the Fashion Bestie crew here at the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Make sure you pick up a copy of Stop Making These Fashion Mistakes, my book that just came out. This quick and easy style guide will help you prevent the fashion mistakes that you might be making without even knowing it. This has been Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And as always, two Hollies you need to know, Holly Pan and me. I'm willing to expand my Holly crew. So if you know another Holly, throw them at me. Y'all have a fabulous fashionable week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fabulous day. Bye.